Kathy, can you please gander? Just, I don't gander, first of all. Just gander to your left. And do you see the reincarnation of the non-dead Elton John? You cannot be reincarnated if you are alive, first of all. But well, I see what you're saying. Those are, I mean, I don't know about the felt, the felt hearts on his legs. Elton would totally rock Well, this. Elton would do that. Because you know, Kathy, Elton John was a member of the Beatles. According to Mew. <laughs> According to Mew. So now, the look on your face. Yes, Mew? Mew. <laughs> he was one of the Beatles. <laughs> so it's hilarious. That I, I, but I'm like, she's 25. So adorable. She, she listens to like EDM and video game music. Uh, so she's heard a lot of people, but she does How old are you, Del? Del's... 30. So you're still. only five years older and you know who Elton yes. John is. Okay. There, there's a big gap. Now, then well, I, I think the, the medical information in her head had to push out everything else. She is pretty <laughs> smart. No She's space just, for trivia, except exactly. unless it's Minecraft related. It was just amazing, <laughs> the look on Kathy's face. Because I'm like, well, I get it. You know, you're, I, we're around a lot of young people. So it's like you understand that generation. I mean, the Beatles were from this fucking 60s and, and they were done in the 70s, you know, like 30 years before half of these people were born or 25 years. It could whatever. be worse. They could think like Rob Zombie was part of Kiss or something. <laughs> See, that's, that's like five years from now. <laughs> five years from oh. now, they'll be like, yeah, isn't he that guy that, that spits blood and has a long tongue, that Rob Zombie? Oh, God. That no. Rob Zombie with his long tongue. So I thought that was fun. But look at those fucking boots. They are some sparkly-ass boots. In, at night, you could, you could probably see them a mile away. Those are straight, knee-high, multi... I don't know how many eyes, you know, like 40 eyes, just all the way up to his fucking knees. Those are just... How, do you have a... Do they have platforms? Yeah, get a picture of those. Put that on our freaking FetLife. Those are in. Those are some glam, goddamn boots, Del. Uh, it's thirteen, and then there's five like Eyelid. figure skating hooks. Right. That is. Uh, see, I was a big Elton John fan as a kid. I love Elton John. And we see we can talk about Elton John because we can't we can't talk about heavy metal. What? We can't talk about heavy metal, Kathy. Oh, because nobody knows what we're talking about? No, no, because of last week, we can't talk about heavy metal. I, 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 I love heavy metal. I, 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 I love heavy metal. I, 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 I love heavy metal. I love heavy metal, but that is not what I came here for. <laughs> I love heavy metal. I love heavy metal. That is not what I came here for. 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 What do you have against Al? Why do you deliberately try to piss off people who like the show? That's just mean right there. That's not mean. Look how happy it made Dell. Well, they got a jingle for so I'm a bit jealous, but so, not so, that jealous. Yeah, so I'm so That is not what I came here for. <laughs> it's just that's... Can't you blame her, though? How, how long did we geek out on heavy metal? That is here? not what I came here for. <laughs> we were like... That's everything in the show. It's just want to make sure. We're not just want to make sure. That's Poor how Owl. we start a show. Really? That's how, yeah, because then I play this jingle. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it... Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from Kathy's special place in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Hello! <laughs> I'm Kathy. I'm, Ka- I'm Kathy! I am Kathy! Stop saying that! You're boogie! I'm, well, whatever, you had me... Rabbit your- season! <laughs> Duck season! Duck season fire! <laughs> Kathy, we are just off to that start. Yeah. We are off to that, guys. That is not what I came here for. (laughs) 
I told you I was going to. She's probably it. echoing what a lot of listeners were thinking. Well, I wish they'd no. stop about the heavy metal no. already. Yeah. No, they weren't. Yeah. People were like, "Fuck yeah, no, dude!" They weren't. What did they write in and drove? They did. Say, oh my god! I got you. I deleted more them all. Quiet riot. I did delete more all Judas the, Priest. All Def Leppard all day on that. Look, Kathy. What? You know, we're in a process here, I and part know. of that process is heavy metal, and now Elton John. So we've moved back like a decade, over a decade. And so now we're going to get into classic rock. Next, we're going to get into like the love movement music, you know, and start getting into like, you know, the early hippie stuff. And Elton stuff. John, the Beatles. And Elton John and the Be- Elton John, lead singer of the Beatles. <laughs> he wrote, he wrote, you know, he Strawberry wrote, Fields. He wrote Goodbye Yellow Brick Strawberry Fields. That's what he did. Oh, look, now Muse just giving me that guilt look. <laughs> just the look. You get the look. I don't. That's because you won't adorable. face her. Look at that. Look. Look. She's smiling at me. Whatever. She's adorable. She's cute. I get. I give her. Uh, I give her a free ride on that because you know because of her age. She doesn't know. No, not because of her age. Because of the know. medical stuff in her brain. No, okay. it's because she's twenty. Look, there's only so much RAM you have out there. Sometimes you got to push the rest of the shit out. Kathy, I'm telling you, man. That's not what RAM we're, means. We're fucking old, RAM. Wow, he's geeking out on us. This Don't, is going to be that show. It's a bad this thing. This is going to okay, be that show because, you know, that, uh, Kathy, what? What, what are granny panties first off? Oh, okay. So remember how many years ago the, the listeners bought me underwear? Absolutely. That was, okay. a, that was a I've special had those moment. I've same panties ever since. Wow. So, Update. Uh, they're just, <laughs> they're like torn. Update your ram, Kathy. No. Update your panty bad. ram. They're like coming apart at the seams. So I'm like, I got to get new panties. Or you so, could wear them to a scene and get them torn off. You know, I probably could, but... Uh, and then the top has to kind of get you new panties because, you know, he or she cut them off. Yeah, then not- you don't have to pay for new ones. It's a great <laughs> system. <laughs> you guys have it all figured out. <laughs> so I order from Lane Bryant, which is the fat store. Okay. And I get the kind I want. I think I get the kind I want. But they arrive at my house, and they are full <laughs> granny panty briefs. <laughs> like, like, straight really up. really high. Straight up, just under just, the navel. I could use them as a bra. Is that how big they are? <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want to return them. I just, I wanted panties. I don't feel like putting them back in and sending them back out. So I'm like, I'll wear well, how bad can they be? So I pull one out, and they're fucking huge. And I put it on. And I'm like wearing granny panties. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> This is it. These are the this most is the bottom. <laughs> comfortable fucking things I've ever worn in my fucking life. <laughs> they feel so good, but Boogie, look how far up they go. Look at this. That <laughs> They're fucking up on my shoulder blades already. <laughs> They're hiking up on my shoulders. But they feel good. Oh, my God, Boogie. It's just the stigma. All I can think of is... Just stop. Don't I'm a just... big fat pig who is wearing granny, full brief granny panties. But no, you're not. So you're good a... That why do I let this bother me? It's because of what it represents. I am now old and fat, and there's no going back. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, I'm looking at myself in the mirror going, who the fuck am I trying to fool? Am I am I actually thinking people don't think that when they look at me? Just wear the comfortable fucking panties. So I kept them. You can't. And now I got a drawer full of granny panties. Comfortable though. You know, goddamn it, Kathy. What? That does granny panties does not get applause. Granny, granny panties gets a full a full applause. Um, it feels so good because you know that is not what I came here for. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is true. Um, I totally relate, uh, Kathy, uh, to the whole. You know, this is where sometimes as much as you and I talk about how we don't care and you're, you know, we're fat and ugly and old and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's funny. And, you know, our listeners ride along with the joke. But there is a certain amount of ego that we do have. There is a certain amount of external because we now I don't know about you, but I figure if I deprecate myself more than any human on earth would ever even care to bother, like even my worst enemies, I say worse shit about me than I've ever heard anyone say about me, except maybe like, you know, early, you know, mom and dad, they were, they were creative in their hate when they were drunk. Um, but so, and I do that because if I already make fun of the fact that I, you know, have impotency, which I didn't have this weekend, that's out of, oh, I'll talk about that. Um, you know, the impotency, all the things, the pains, the getting old, the ugly, the bald, the, all that stuff. If I make fun of all that, you have no ammunition to use against me because it's not fun. 
if you're going to troll someone and if you're going to attack someone, then it's not fun if they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, it takes away all the, you know, the zest of their, you know, pain and suffering. So I've always just been hugely self-deprecating. And, and as a result, people don't come up against me because there's no ammunition. Hmm. Do you feel that way? I can understand that, and I certainly use that in life. I think most of the time when I'm, I don't, wouldn't call it self-deprecating because I'm doing it because I have to get a handle on it. And the only way for me, I, I can't, I don't want to lie to myself and I don't want yeah. to pretend I'm something that I'm not. So the only way for me to do that is to face it head on and say it for what it is. Sure. Then I, I can't hide it and I'm dealing with it. There's nothing worse than not dealing with it and then being surprised by it later. So I need to deal with it. I'm going through that right now, Kathy. Is it the is it the homeless sex? The, no, the homeless sex was amazing. <laughs> um, I I don't see I only see Mew now once a week because living she's not going to live in a car with me because she found that out today um, when it was like literally. 95 degrees oh, there is fucking hot, man. there's no it's a whole world and i'm not going to get into it because i talk a lot about the pain and suffering so i'm just going to talk about the fun stuff and the good stuff uh but the pain and suffering is there yeah uh so so but the sex was awesome she comes over and like i said you know like i didn't i'm just like i hadn't even taken any viagra or anything but i was really just you know i hadn't seen my girl in a while and and she shows up and literally kathy <laughs> three different times in one day we went up to the mountains we we you know went to and had, obviously you just drive around because that's what you do when when you don't have a place um the first thing we did is we drove to like this big you know toys r us it was a big toy store that got shut down uh and and there's this giant parking lot but there's a restaurant so there's cars all the way around the parking lot but in the center of the parking lot it's empty Sun, no trees, no shade. I literally pulled right into the middle of that parking lot. Why would you do that? Because I figured nobody's going to walk across the middle of the parking lot. They're all going to walk around the edge, which I was kind of right. I think there was one guy in a truck that was, you know, like maybe 20 spots away, and he just kind of sat. And uh, and I literally just crawled in, and we just had all this dirty sex. A little and humpy, humpy sex. Choking her and smacking her and... and uh, and look, now she's just grinning, looking innocent. <laughs> she is. And it was great. And, and that was a lot of fun. And, and it was like kind of tease and denial. And then I totally fucking mouth raped her, which I like greedily, which I'm usually not really greedy about that. And so I just greedily mouth raped her. And she was like all, you know, scared she was going to puke all over the fucking car. It was like really like a legitimate good mouth raping in the parking lot. Of, in the uh, ravioli. In the ravioli in the Toys R Us. And then we're like, okay, we're going to beat the heat. We made a plan. Okay. You're here, so let's drive up to Angeles Crest Mountains, you know, which is about, you know, 45 minutes away up a mountain to like, you know, 5,000 feet. And it's a little, obviously, like 10, 15 degrees cooler. Right. And it was pretty in trees and whatever. And we drove up to this giant, you know, they have all these radio towers and it looks like all futuristic, just like weird, you know, dystopian, futuristic kind of, you know, all these giant antennas at the top of this, this mountain. And we go up there and Uh-oh. there's a shady Preston oh. Park, and I pull over, and people are everywhere, just parking and driving and going into the you know lookout places and whatever. And so I just totally just fucking did. You have dystopian sex, dystopian weird high tower sex, you know. And so then we had that, and that was fucking great. And now I have like all these things, you know. The I'm not going to go into it, but I misplanned the ravioli. It is too small for two people. Um and there's nowhere to put me and stuff. So it's a, just a constant set up and tear down, taking stuff out every day and putting it in storage so I can then go and do my things and then get it. It's just it, 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 logistically, it's very difficult. So um, and I have I have Mew. And so it, I forgot what the fucking point was, but it was hot. But I had a point. God. Like- Tetris ravioli, moving everything around. Yeah, it was moving everything. Oh, oh, oh yeah, the fact, the fact that, uh, you know, because you can't not have a Hitachi. Well, you can't. You, you can't. Well, yeah, yeah, she's got to, you know, have the Hitachi. So I have this whole fucking rig thing that's like this amp inverter thing that goes into the battery and, you know, just wires coming out and I plug in the Hitachi and she was able to 
you know, have a few orgasms, and then we did the same thing that night in the middle of another parking lot. You guys like the parking lot. And it was, yeah, it was just like, just in, just, you know, Walmart parking lot, you know, at like fucking one in the morning. And and so it was a lot of middle of parking lot, people driving around, exhibitionist kind of, you know, I mean, they can't see, you know, hopefully, but, you know, they see, you know, maybe a little movement, little movement. And of course, Mew's like, oh, Make noise! It's gonna be nice. <laughs> Just gotta bite a pillow like a good little <laughs> slut. It's kind of cool. And so, oh, that's funny. Uh, so that was pretty amazing. But the thing that's starting to really stress me out is uh, is so I have this car and I live in it, and of course you know insecure about homelessness and you know whatever, and everyone looks at you. It's you are different, you know, because they start to see that you know so. You know, my little RAV4 doesn't look that bad. It doesn't, it's not new, but it's, you know, it's not in horrible shape. So, you know, and I'm just trying to have some dignity, and that's why I'm constantly moving stuff, and I just don't want it to pile up because you know, there are, because there are so many fucking people living in their cars. Kathy, I can't even tell you. If you know what to look for, there are literally thousands of people that just, in nice cars too. But you can see the way things are piled up and they block their windows and they're in a parking lot with all their windows surrounded at one in the morning. You know you're sleeping in a car. Um, and it is so – so I'm really trying to just kind of not give off that impression because once you give off the impression like that's a, the, somebody who's living in their car, people get – they don't want you there. They don't – you know, that's the normal stuff. So I'm trying to be all low pro, right, and trying to keep my dignity and a little bit of dignity. And I'm driving around all neighborhoods and night and playing Pokemon Go. And it's like you have that little, you know, I still look okay, you know, in the car. You, can, you can't see the fat, but you can see my face. And I look like that distinguished kind of like, you know, hey, older. So I have like some little semblance of, you know, being kind of maybe attractive to someone who's looking for, you know, maybe they have some daddy issues. They want to work it out with me. Um, and it's just like you pull up and you're just like, all right, hey, how you doing? Here I come. Here comes me pulling up. You know, girl looks over because she hears. That's not your car. That's my brakes, Kathy. That's your ravioli. That's my brakes every day. 500 times a day, it is driving me fucking mad. So it went from it that little squeak to this. Every, every, like when it heats up, if it gets wet, the brakes are fine, the pads are fine. It's just something about it. So the it's, mechanic said it's fine. The, the, he, said, he said they work, but, you know, they're trying, he's trying, he's, you know, he's, you know it's, it's uh, obviously me. I don't know. I got to, I can't, like, literally, you're pulling up. You're like, hey, I just want to be low pro. Here I, you know, I'm just catching Pokemon Go three in the morning in someone's neighborhood. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's not that's working. very annoying. Okay, cop fucking across the parking lot. Fucking, you know, you know, it's midnight. You know, they're literally like a quarter mile away. Oh, and now I'm talking to the police every night of my life. How you doing there, buddy? What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> playing Pokemon Go officer. Just, you know, so just, you know, I got problems with my brakes. I can't. Wow, that's that's really loud, man. You should fix that. I go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No dignity, Kathy. That's, There's none. I, I don't have anything There's to none. say because... Everywhere you pull up to. And just, tr- I mean, homeless people fucking give me dirty looks. I pull up to places and there's like, uh, you can tell they're people and you pull up and you just... And they're just fucking looking at you like, really, man, you're not even one of us. <laughs> you don't even get to stay. I can't believe the mechanic can't figure out what the hell's wrong with it. I got to bring it back because, yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to spend money on... I, I hate fixing shit that ain't broke. But, but that nothing is, that ain't broke makes doesn't make that. I mean, that, that sound is That is, is just awful. And yeah. so, like, today, you know, it was like 80... Per, you know, probably about 60% of the time it was doing that. So it was actually a good break day. I don't know, the heat or something. But, man, that <laughs> just... That's bad. Yeah. Sexy, huh? <laughs> oh, it's so We've already sexy. lost all of our listeners. This is what I li- I haven't slept. I fucking just, I got a zit on my mouth. I got a fucking hemorrhoid. I'm just, and then on top, I'm telling you, God damn it, Kathy. And granny panties. And, well, at least the granny panties are kind of cool. Here, you get a little <laughs> applause for cool. that. They are That's not. nice. That guy helps you deal with mental herpes. 
Let's put a logic condom on our brain. Now we're better protected from a king-shaming world. Please don't hit that button again. <laughs> I don't even have headphones on and that hurts my ears. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to my... Look at, look at cute little Mew. Look at her. Mew. Look, just look at her. She's tired. She has fucking rings under her eyes. She's twenty-five She's years only old. Been with you for one day. Just, that's it. Oh, she's done. We're just like, okay, no, we can't do this. So, so yeah. How you doing, Dill? Doing all right. <laughs> do we have a chat room? Yes, we do. And there's talk about dressing up the Mew as a clauncher. That's a Pokemon that you wouldn't know because it's not in Pokemon Go yet. Oh, clauncher. It's a it's a lobster, obviously. You know, Kingler. She looks happy. Kingler can get crab hammer now. Yeah. And that makes it, uh, you know, meta relevant. Go ahead, Kathy. Uh, we have a post by Thief of Dreams called Witnessing My First Dungeon. And this thank you so much to Greedy Paul, who was a guest host on our show a few Yay! weeks ago, who pointed me in the direction of this post. I very much appreciate that. And uh, this is a, a really long post and quite poetic. It's a beautiful post Very about dramatic. somebody who, all the things that they see the first time. And, Lucky uh, them. <laughs> first time, I said. Not everybody. Wait 10 years. And Not then- <laughs> everybody sees that good of an experience first time. Go ahead, go ahead. The first thing you notice when you walk into the dungeon for the first time while scenes are taking place is that this isn't the place you walked through during orientation. The lights are low, the music is playing, there is a respectful hush from those gathered to watch. That awkwardness and shyness you expected to be thick and heavy aren't actually present at all. The anxiety you had built up outside just falls away as you clear the curtain and take a seat. Now here he goes into uh, you know, quite a lengthy bit where he talks about various scenes, the certain things that he did. He ends with one of them in which he was actually watching a friend of his uh, doing a scene. and he the says, scene. Yes. Yeah, okay. Finishes by saying, you are strangely entwined now in the scene to the point where what you are experiencing isn't just a voyeur watching through a window. You aren't removed from this the same way you are if you had been watching a video. You're here. You are very much a part of this scene and you feel it on the back of your neck. You feel it in parts of yourself that you really weren't expecting. This isn't porn. This isn't witness sex. This is a mental and emotional journey that is shared between everybody there. But you haven't even stepped off the doorstep yet, and you have no idea what lies ahead. Beautiful post if you have a chance to read it. It's really quite nice, and it's, a, it's what we would want everybody to experience. In that first, first experience. Yeah. I mean, and that's... Do you want to go? You want to yeah. go first? Yeah, go I, I just... This is, this is the excitement of having a, a well-run facility where everyone is invested in the process, where everyone is invested in everyone's experience, where there is a certain amount of selfishness that you are allowed to have and a certain amount of consideration that is, that is demanded. And that creates these types of scenes, these first experiences. I can't tell you how many times that in my early days I witnessed those types of scenes and they were very, and I was more, you know, I was more like trying to learn how to play and, and be a top and things like that. Um, but just to see, some people just have never seen a connection like that. Whether there's heavy kink or light kink or a rope scene or a wax play scene or even just a first needle with one needle or any of the types of scenes that people see, they're not ready for the connect because that's what I wasn't. You know, for me, it was like you spank someone until you get horny and then you fuck them, and that's that was that was what I thought kink and BDSM was all about. And it wasn't until you walk into that room and you see all these different people with that level of connection that you never, I, I didn't, you can do that. And so that's I don't know when I when I read posts like that. It, it really does bring me back, and it also kind of just bolsters how important it is for our listeners in those places that don't have communities to get together and work towards building communities because those types of experiences change your point of view from this is just you know something about me getting off to, oh, my God, this is a connection with another person. I never really even considered that. And it can run very contrary to what, even people who are interested in kink think kink is when they see 
what this person saw in the post, the, from one scene to the next, there was one theme running throughout all of them, and that was the connection between the people playing. Uh, it, you, it's not, it, it can seem almost a little counterintuitive when you think that you've been fantasizing all your life about what this stuff would be like, and it's sexy, it's erotic, it's, it's incredibly hot, it can be all kinds of things, but you, a lot of people don't expect it to be as, oh, I hate using this word, spiritual, emotional. Ah, you can use the word. Uh, how, how it can tie two people even closer into a relationship. So it's great. And I, I remember having a very similar experience the first time I went to the club we don't go to anymore. And, <laughs> and it, was, uh, it was great. It, it turned me around. I, it was what I had hoped kink and BDSM would be. Because I, I was nervous about walking into a kink club thinking, oh, it's just going to be filled with beautiful people who are all dressed in sexy ways, and I don't belong there. Right. I absolutely will not belong there because uh, I, so, for so many reasons. Um, and was uh, pleasantly surprised to see it was filled with average-looking, real people who were all having fun. And yeah. I felt like... Is there's a reason why I started volunteering so quickly and stayed for so long. There's a reason why I connected with those people. And if you're lucky enough to have that in your um, community, don't ever take it for granted. Yeah. Because it doesn't happen everywhere. I agree. And be that, I mean, you know, I got to post some of that stuff back up. You know, we taught, I had all this stuff that I spent days and days writing about how to start a how to start a munch or how to start, uh, you know, your own private party and stuff like that. And I really think that's so important because I, you know, we can't talk enough about the fact that the more things that you see uh, people actually doing, there's certain things that you can learn a lot on the internet. You can learn a lot from interviews. You can learn a lot listening to perverted podcast and, and the, all the other uh, BDSM kink, you know, sex diversity uh, podcasts. There's certain things you can, you can, you can hear about, but just like you said, Oh, I hope it's really like this. When you go into that room, that's a, that's a positive, you know, BDSM kink setting. And you see those different things happening that really is, it's a game changer. And so, and I've now had, it, it's been so fun just by us now doing what we do. Just, you know, the, you know, you've been in the scene like 12 years. I've been in about 11. Um, you know, just by doing what we do, how many people have come up to us and and made those types of comments. I never knew that was possible. Right. You yeah. know, thank you so much for just doing what you do. And they get to experience that. I mean, how many scenes have I had with Mew where people have pulled me aside afterwards or talked to her and said, what, I, I didn't know this was possible. How does this, this, how does this work? You yeah. Know? And it, it, it does seem weird to know that it can bring that out, in, that a needle can bring that out in you. Sure. That a paddle can bring that out in you. It just, unless you have to experience it. You have to, there, there will be something. Not everybody is going to be into everything. I certainly, I don't like needles. I don't like food. But I have found things that bring that out in me. And that's the fun of, of kink and going to dungeons, especially those that you're comfortable in, is you get to experiment. Yeah. You, you get to leave everything at the door and, and just go in and have a good time and go into places that you normally wouldn't in your own head and in relationship to other people. Yeah, I feel kind of lacking right now. Yeah, we talked about I really, this at, I really do at, feel when that, we did the half a pee-pee. Like, I don't know was, how, you know, and we talked, to, yeah, we talked on the half a pee-pee, like, you know, because there's possibility we could set up like a midweek party. Uh, I got a buddy that I used to rent to. Uh, and he has, he has a space and he's like, yeah, come, you know, come do it. And it's like seedier, you know, they actually have like little sex booths that are like the size of old phone booths. And I like you know, seedy, you know, it's so it's seedy. I mean, it's clean, you know, he's, he's a good guy. He runs a good ship. And, uh, so I was like, well, maybe we should do try a perverted podcast party or something or, or I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, right now I got, I have other things to deal with. I got to kind of establish, you know, what I'm doing and, and have a plan. Um, but I do miss the the interactions. You yeah, know, I miss too. the I miss the inspiration because 
you know, I don't care. You know, like I said, I've, I've been doing this for 11 years. You've been doing this 12 years. I, every scene I see, every class I go to, you know, you're always going to learn new things. There are so many types of play that I was like, no way, forget it. No way. Absolutely not. And now these are some of my favorite things to do with and, and to, to people. Right. So I don't, I don't know. I just, uh, it's kind of a sentimental post. It today. was, I was reading it going and it's, uh, oh, it's, it's so beautifully written and yet it makes me a little sad and. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll get back to it. it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really that uh, doubtful. There's no right now, absolutely not, yeah. and I definitely need a break. But um, it's not going to last forever. No, nah. but yeah, right Kathy, now, you should just drive around happen. random parking lots around California and see if I can see you and Mew have have so at have it. it. Have at it. Hey, isn't that the ravioli? Ow, my ah, eyes. That's that's his. <laughs> Why couldn't she be on top? Why? Why, why do I have to see his hairy why, ass? Why? Oh, that's a bung. That's <laughs> uh, Boogie's ass humping away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I'm a love guy. Hey, and I'm serious. I did not have to use Viagra that at all. Is, what is it about homeless sex? And homeless sex gives you a heart, huh? Just gives you just get in it hot and it's just miserable. And it's just, oh. Oh, just so. I mean, that's it, right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> oh my god! You would think all the stress and everything and shit that I've been going through, it's like Survivor out there. You also have to not. Um, you still have to compose yourself and keep it together. So, and it has to come out some way. So maybe that's part of it. That's great. I'm just you're like you know, I'm good. <laughs> that's good. It was good. You know, plus she was horny, so it didn't really take her a whole. You know, it wasn't like marathon sex for her. <laughs> so it was good. Oh, yes, Dell. <laughs> what? what? Why is your microphone? Oh, because you're doing th- okay. What? I, I didn't have anything. What? You looked like you were. About you looked to say like something. you were like saying something. No, no, I was just. Sitting, it was comfy as he turned oh, me down. Well. Just, thank you, Elton. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Elton. Elton Lennon. Elton Lennon. Elton McCartney. Elton McCartney. Yeah. Just thinking how Mew could mess up names of music. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mew. She's never going to live that one down. <laughs> Poor John. John uh, Garfunkel. <laughs> Ringo Garfunkel. That's it. That's the name. That's a horrible Ringo name. Garfunkel. That's my new name, by the way. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. I'm a singing drummer. I'm going to do it. Don't do it. <sighs> oh, I'm supposed to press something, but I don't have my thing set up. I just don't know what possessed you to put that little bit at the end. <laughs> Some, it's fun. <laughs> don't question it. Wait, give it, it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> I said Very a word cute. that wasn't me. <gasps> That's special. Very cute. We have, uh, I think we have three short emails that I wanted Just to Just make read. sure that they're about kink. That is not what I came here for. <laughs> Owl has had her say. <laughs> you better stop being mean to the friends of the show. I'm not being mean. I'm talking shit. Yeah, right. That's part of the love, Kathy. All right. Bakura wrote to us and sent in a What's link. Name? Bakura. Bakura. It's kind of a cool primally name. It is primally. Sounds that's Japanese. What I would call. Huh? Sounds Japanese. Yeah, but you know, prime. Hi, Bakuda. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, she said, or she or he says, I will forever think of Boogie when I hear this. And she sends a, a link to a song by Da Vinci's notebook called The Gates, which is in reference to <laughs> Bill Gates. And it's all about ranting and raving how the computer keeps Freaking going computer. down. And the first part of the song goes, working on a laptop close to the end of a job I've been doing since half past 10. I don't believe that it's frozen again. The system has gone down. <laughs> and I think this is in reference to your epic rant last week about Bill remember. Gates. Oh, yeah. You went off on Bill Gates, Did man. I? Oh, yeah. It was a good, like... Almost eight minutes. Maybe. Yeah, it was. I don't think it was you, that long. Oh, please. Whatever. You get into that headspace. What, what and was it about? Gone. Because it was something about the laptop as usual. You went to do something and you it didn't work and something you blamed Bill Gates. Programmed. <laughs> oh, oh no. Update. You updated uh, something. Some, oh, on oh on a, uh, oh well, Your I fixed it because. F- Something. FL Studios, yeah, my, yeah, my EDM Studios, program. Well, I fixed it, obviously, because, you know, I was able to do some in the library. By the way, I did that little thing in the library with Mew sitting there 
uh, you know, reading, and I'm like, oh, I got to go because it was at that time where she's like, okay, I'm getting bored now. I'm going to need to eat or something. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, so it was, it was good. I did that. I did that little thing in the library, sitting there with headphones, and so I still have some more work to do. But you know, I got I got it fixed. I kind of feel the same way as Mew did because this on Sunday, Creative Explorer hosted a, a game day at his place. Oh, dude! Invited a bunch of people over to play. But not me. You would have okay. fit in. So next time, I'm going to tell me yes to invite you. Oh my god, you guys would. And I said, okay, so I'm going to go home early. <laughs> You're all out because this is like an eight. <laughs> Our marathon. Were they doing D and D or something? No, I can't even remember the freaking name. Imperial, of these games. whatever again. No, another. Just like I think they played two or three other games. <laughs> so I said, he goes, no, stay. And I said, okay, well, how about this? I will be in service to you guys when you need your chips, oh, and you, I'll, I'll do that. But well, there's one person there who was vanilla, outfit? but she was. Um, King friendly, so it was okay. But I said, "I'm sorry, no collar, and I'm keeping my clothes oh, on." This okay. is I have to ease into this, okay, you know. Okay, okay. So these are friends, and they're all sitting there. And he had gone out and bought a, you know, cheese puffs and Doritos and all kinds of snacks. And I'm in the next, not in the next room, but over around the corner, on his other table on my laptop, working on the show, you know, doing my own stuff. And at some point, I go into the bathroom to put my hair up because it drives me nuts, and I hear him yell out. Cheese puffs, and I'm like, cheese puffs. Damn it! And I'm like, I can't believe this man. And so I come out of his bathroom, go around the corner, and I see him coming at me with what I can only describe is kind of a desperate look on his face, where like he's almost realized that he's not exactly sure the reaction he's going to get from me. So he kind of comes up to me really fast. Grabs my arms and goes, I love you. (laughs) What? As if to say, I have to mitigate this somehow. And I said, you know what? The egregiousness of that thing you just yelled out is just exemplified in your I love you. Because it almost sounded like, oh my God, I can't believe I just said that to her. I've got to really quickly tell her that I love her. (laughs) He just blurts it out. Cheese puffs. Cheese puffs. What are you talking about? That's part of that. That is okay. Yes, let, let but me. we hadn't. We've never done anything like this before. Okay. It was brand new, and he knows I don't like humiliation. He knows I'm not an exhibitionist, so we hadn't really discussed it that much. We just thought, well, we'll he try it. We'll see where it goes. It. He just went for it. Yeah, cheese puffs. I guess. <laughs> I think that's how it should be. And if you're going to dedicate yourself to service, you got to know there's a certain amount. Especially was it was it was it a lot of men? No, it was only one guy. Oh, so it was okay. And, no, well, with him, two guys, two girls. That was it. okay. Yeah, because right. when there's like that that bragging thing, you're like, I want to show you how my woman is trained. No, it wasn't. Cheese puffs. <laughs> They yes. were all hand feeds Yes, them. sir. And then she brings them and the puts them in grapes. front of you and <laughs> feeds you one of them. And you go, thank you, my good and loyal servant. She walks away and just giggles and happy. And the guys are like, dude, how do you get that? And you're like, you know, you just got to have the skills. Yeah, if she were gorgeous. Seltzer water! Adorable. No! Lime! I think it was awkward for all of us because they didn't know how I was going to react. And so they were very respectful, but they did have their fun. I would have paid. Paid. Jeez. And out of all the things. Like you got service. You got got your slave has said, I will be of service to you. What is, where are you going (laughs) to test the waters? I know. Cheese Cheese puffs. Cheese puffs. Everyone likes cheese puffs. They're fucking innocent. It could have been pork skins. That oh, he, he had so many snacks on that table, he could have chosen. Were they in arm reach or were they away from him? No, they were around the corner. Okay. He couldn't have reached Slave, I want you to get a bowl of Doritos and I want you to clip off each one of the corners so they don't poke my throat. <laughs> Here are some surgical scissors. I think you'd have to sand them because if you cut them, then you just double the number of points. You guys are going off into some nerd rant. Please you could. Stop. Or what you could do is you could trim the points and then take a Q-tip dipped in uh, seltzer water and then just dip, 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 and then it'll soften just the tips and it'll go just down. The or you could blend them. I think that, yeah, yeah, you could. Make them into a paste and put in someone's ass again. Thank you, Del. <laughs> Doritos up the ass. 
For those of you that don't know, I, I don't know if Doritos are international, but it is a tasty chip. corn chip. They're orange. Corn usually. chip. And yes, and they have all sorts of poisonous chemicals on them that we apparently Which just Which is what eat. makes them so delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my it's, God. It's that they're chemical, so good. that red dye number 475. It's true. Jesus. That was the end of my diet. I've done, now gained back everything I lost. Ah, all right. Ah, granny panties. Granny panties. Wait, pa- I have two more things. Okay, so sorry. This is a, a little uh, help we're giving to Christmas Bunny, who she needs some sample data. So she asked us. And she I needs said, a sample? Yeah, she wrote a post on Kink Weekly called The Relationship Between My Childhood and My Dynamic. And she's looking for people who grew up with a lack of emotional stability. She's a little to see how that relates to your kink, how your upbringing relates to your kink. And Christmas Bunny has let us use two of her posts in the past. Sure. She's fabulous. We thank her so much. We are absolutely willing to help her find sample data. So if you have a chance, go to Kink Weekly and either type in Christmas Bunny or the relationship between my childhood and my dynamic and give her some feedback. So she's just, okay. So it's just... Uh, she's compiling data. She needs sample data. Okay, she sample loves data. anecdotal stories of how people's emotional stability has affected their kink. When growing up, has affected their kink. Okay. Yeah. And it's just objective. You know, yeah. you're just trying to oh, get yeah. as much data. She can be anonymous. She can, I mean, yeah. the, but here's the problem with, with research like that. And this is, you know, this... Well, this is what I'm curious about. Um, are people... Like, you and I are aware. We talk about all our fuck-ups and whatever. What types of people will volunteer for that? That's where you're like, can you get the data for that? Are people are maybe embarrassed that they uh, were abused a little bit as a child? And then, therefore, you're not going to get as much of a, of a, what is that called, a research pool? I'm asking Mew because she's nodding. She's like looking at, she can't say. Um, she does research. <laughs> um, so I, it, I wonder how... That's going to influence. Like if you have a certain amount of people that had a negative experience and then a certain amount of people that had a positive experience and then maybe pooled those. But it's just like, are you going to, what are you going to get? Or you just got people that, people that have had negative experience have more of a propensity to go through therapy to where they want to talk about these things more? No clue whatsoever. No clue. No. Either way, the more data you get, the more research you get, the more opinions. I think it's kind of cool. I have one more. Huh? Look, I got a point. I yeah, actually she gave got you a thumbs up. A point from you because I listened to her. So you do listen to her. She does. Well, you so don't just do all the yap 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 talking. Well, no, I do that. Fucking and humping in the ravioli. And but every now and again, you actually listen to her. Well, I listen to her because she, when she talks about research, she talks about all these variables. Like when she does research on surgical procedures and stuff like that, it's like, well, this is you can't just assume one outcome because you have so many variables in the people that are you know who's participating in the study and is that skewed because you can only get a certain one you can only get a certain opinion so i don't know i just listen to the stuff she says she's smart good for you book she's got a nice vagina <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, said, you know, I said, you know, before you leave, you should get good anal. You're not going to see me for a week. And she's all, all right, I'll get my strap on. Ha 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 You funny girl. Ha 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 you funny? That line might work on like bunny oh, or me, but. <laughs> <laughs> Dell's like, I got the boots. <laughs> uh, just... Put him up in the air, man. Thank you, Elton. Thank you. I have one more. Elton Garfunkel. This is from Princess Ducky 666. Satan Duck. Now, she does a paper route. She's a grown woman who does a paper route from her car. I, I actually used to do Flinging this. Flinging papers. I used to do this. Paper They're, girl. Mostly, it's not kids that much who do it anymore. It's just adults no, who no, show up at 2 in the morning, up. load up their truck, and then you know go through the neighborhood. You got to have good suspension and good brakes to do that. <laughs> I did that one night for like the new york times or something whatever okay i'm not in new york whatever it was it was a big paper and literally i filled my car to where my car started sagging you know i had so many you know it was like 300 papers or whatever yeah and and just by the end of the route my brakes were just fried and i'm like i can't do this my car's not set for this no especially if it were the ravioli with that sound oh my god Hi, I'm just going to sneak up here and put this paper on your front porch. 
whole neighborhood wakes up. <laughs> oh, it does. It does. I pull it because when you do Pokemon Go, you have a nest and that, that there's a special Pokemon that's there and you got to drive around the park like, you know, like 30 times because, you know, like eight, you know, pop up at a time and you got to keep going around. So it's just like, I'm like, oh, God, I just got to, I just got to, just got to drive around. And there's houses around. Well, you get that thing fixed. Take it into the mechanic for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah, easier said than done. What no, it's not. Five hundred bucks. Just do it, Kathy. She's, he said it was going to be five hundred bucks. I, what if I have to redo? I mean, if it, if it works and it's something special to where the whole thing has to be like taken out and then put back in correctly, that could be pricey. In all seriousness, you can't just spray some cum on your it. Your emotional it health will require it. That money going out, a crowbar open your wallet because there is no way that you can have. I can't do another show because <laughs> if you, if this goes on all week, next week's show is going to be you with stories about how the cops pulled you over. They do every how, week, every I, day. I already got those stories. It'll be worse, it'll weigh on you. It will be rough. You will not be emotionally able to I take it. I will go and bring it. But see, you got to understand. When I bring in the car and they have to look at it, guess what I live in? The car. So where do I go? I know that mechanic. I have to then na- they have a nice little waiting room. <laughs> Great. So now I'm going to sit in some waiting room for seven hours while they fucking I figure. used to have to. Yeah. Well, that's you. He actually got a- AC at one point. It was really nice. He doesn't have that anymore. No. <laughs> he <laughs> took the AC out. He doesn't. All right. So it's Princess sick. Ducky is riding around at three in the morning. She says, I'm driving around listening to episode 199. And Boogie was talking about his Lil Wayne speech to text mishap. You remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, my area has Not a there. stupid amount of deer. And I'm going up a hill. And one pokes its head out of the bushes. So I roll to a stop and give it a minute because I don't feel like hitting the deer with my car today. My windows are down because I've been throwing papers and I'm patiently waiting to see what this dumb deer is going to do. I'm listening to and laughing at Boogie's misfortune as usual when suddenly Boogie yells loud as fuck at the part when he realized what speech to text has done to him. And this deer freaks out. Does half a jump into the road and then back into the bush and takes off. I laughed so hard. So, yeah, Boogie scared the shit out of a poor deer tonight. I love you guys. <laughs> I did not see that. That is amazing. She sent it to me, and I'm like, thank you for sending this to me. I want to surprise you. That <laughs> is a new high. That's a new height for me. You scared the poor I deer, piss man. Off, I piss off timid woodland creatures. That is amazing. It's amazing that <laughs> Mew is with you. She's a timid woodland creature. She was like, that. who's that guy? I'm like, wait, look, it's one of God's creatures. It's a deer. Shh, we're going to approach gently. <laughs> wait, wait, come back, come back. Come back, Bambi. This oh, my God. the opposite God. of ASMR. <laughs> this is. It is. This is, a, this is sphincter puckering ASMR. Oh, thank you so much, Princess Ducky, for sharing that with us. Because that, <laughs> I, I was great. really like going, oh, my God, that's Oh, hilarious. my God. It just is like, oh, that guy. Fuck. Oh, Boogie's my God. Voice. <laughs> oh, my God. What do I, how do I get away from this? <laughs> Too funny. Frolic, frolic, frolic. <laughs> What would have been better? What would have been even better is if it would have freaked out. Fuck this guy! Ran back into the bush, head first into a tree. That's Ugh. just mean. Free dinner. See, that's you're it. getting meaner. It's because of those that, free, those fucking breaks. Free, free floggers. Free dinner. Oh my god. No, that's pretty funny though. Well, why you should be offended by me, eh? Fucking dear, fuck you. You're walking here. You're walking here. Fucking, I don't give a fuck. What? What are we doing now? I got what? Uh, uh, you have a piece of paper right there that tells you what we're doing. It's like fucking you could bounce Rambo, like last place. blood, motherfucker. You ain't got no blood left. You're fucking. I don't know what you're saying right now. I just saw a billboard for a Rambo movie, uh-huh. and he looks old on the billboard. Because he is, and he's had and plastic it, surgery. And it's Rambo Last Blood, <laughs> like his last transfusion in the hospital. Like, what is this going to be? Uh, I got Parkinson's. Uh, oh, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, you drew first blood. The, the nurse comes in and draws blood. And it's like, well, there you're all out. You're dead. That's it. End of the movie. Run credits. No. No. Sorry. Sometimes we choose. Nope, that's not it either. Oh, when you find your love life waning and you might need some explaining, come to us for some fucking advice. So this was another Reddit one. Okay. Which is actually a pretty good one, as usual, because this Reddit can't read it verbatim. So I'm reading this thing about it, about this uh, girl who's okay. doing a scene with her play partner. Sure. Uh, he, she's bent over a spanking bench, right. and uh, every now and then her partner gives her this smack that's like 9 out of 10. Right. Which is way that's, more than that's, she That's she quite a bit. It. Yeah. And, and no big fucking surprise. She jumps up, you know, because it's a reaction. She wants to get the hell away from it. So what I don't like is <laughs> he gets annoyed that she jumps up at her position. Because you can't help it. It's like a knee-jerk reaction. And she's so. asking. She, her I, question I, is. What are their tips to stop her body from moving, twitching, or jumping? So here's the thing. Okay. There's, let's break this down into... There's three elements to this fucking email. Number uh-huh. one is that you're a fucking douche if you get annoyed that she jumps up because of that. First no, of all, that's Kathy, number one. No. Number two is... Don't tell me no. No. <laughs> That's not. I'm going with. I'm going with the dom on this. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing is, t- she's wanting tips for moving and jumping. I don't know that that's exactly what you should be f- focusing on. I think you should be focusing on. Do you actually want that nine out of ten? Because there is absolutely something to be said uh, for people who play and are wanting to really push past those limits. And that's something that you discuss with your top. Uh, or you're dominant and you you tell them the these are the rules this is what you have to be on the lookout for it's something that requires some discussion if that's the kind of play that you're doing but to be from what i read of the rest of the post to be spanking her to know that she can't get past this and every once in a while you just give out a big wallop that you know is going beyond her threshold that's not exactly cool because you haven't discussed it. And it is absolutely something that you need to discuss. Kathy, I, you know, I, you know, the question was, is what was the question again? Tips for making her body yeah, how not do, react to How do I like not that. react to pain? And of course, my God. This is one I'm just going to have to give it to the Dom, Kathy. And I agree. She is wrong. The Dom is right. And... What she needs to do as a good submissive is to allow her dominant to teach her how to take this pain and not make movements. So what I'm going to suggest is that the dom should get maybe on his back or something and he should spread his legs, you know, to show you. How to not twitch. I can hear the sarcasm just and, dripping. And <laughs> she should get something like, you know, they have different tools, you know, like the meat tenderizer hammer, you know, the little serrated kind of edges. They have a metal one of those. She should do that because once again, you bad submissive, bad making movement. The dominant needs to teach Show you, you how, how, how to, do it the right to way. not twitch. So you need to take that meat hammer. And I would say grab the tip of his penis, but not the whole thing because you got to have it painful, right? So he can teach you how to not twitch and and annoy Watch him. how a master Watch does how it. Watch how a master does it. And then she needs to take that fucking meat tenderizer and just so she can fucking learn how to do it right, just take that meat tenderizer to his nuts and go... Ah! And then watch him not twitch because he's the master. Hard listeners everywhere are that just freaking is, out that you didn't warn them you were going to be smashing the mic. The way- <laughs> that is not what I came here for. That is not what I came here for. The ears it, it have already been abused this yeah. evening. That is, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes you dumbass fucking submissives just need to learn how to do it right from an who this guy is obviously a a true master obviously knows what he's talking about obviously true that he should just you know i understand his his annoyance that when you give somebody something more than they can handle and they actually respond with some sort of disrespectful twitch or movement that you should just teach them 
how you avoid twitching and moving. Yeah, that it kind of annoyed me that she it didn't even occur to her that he's the one who <laughs> needs to learn some yeah. skills. <laughs> you can't do that and without discussing it first and communicating with your bottom and expect them to do anything but that. What was he expecting? The whole idea, I mean, once again, it's so ridiculous because these are the things that new people see because um, a lot of times new people who have a romantic fantasy version in their head or an erotic novel version in their head, they're still very scared. Am I doing this wrong? Am I the, he, you know, the, the, the dominant says he or she, you know, wants it this way. And and they speak in that voice that I read in a romance novel. So this obviously I'm doing something wrong. Am I, this person was legitimately asking, what am I doing wrong for responding to pain, which is, um, billions of years of evolution to get you to the point to where you have a pain response so that you don't continue to injure yourself. That is part of your physiological makeup is to respond to pain and to jump and to avoid pain. That is that is part of pain. That's why we have pain. So the fact that somebody is going to be annoyed with that, obviously you're dealing with somebody that that is doesn't uh, know what the fuck either doing. either a shitty dominant or doesn't yeah. know what they're doing and and if you are i mean if you're interested as the dominant in going down that path and your submissive is also interested there's ways of doing it right sure there's ways to train somebody to take more pain Absolutely. it happens slowly methodically and with a shit ton of communication and a lot of after aftercare and discussion afterwards about what happened, and then you try it again the next time. There's going to be a lot of fails in that, and that's just part of the process. So there's ways of training it if that is indeed something you want to try. Also, you tie be- somebody down. Bondage was my first first <laughs> thing that came. How do you stop your body from doing that? Tie it down with ropes. You <laughs> won't move an inch. But you have to be prepared for that. You have to. That has to be something that you want. And uh, the submissive who wrote this writing how do i stop my body from moving and twitching that doesn't sound to me like you want to do it It sounds to me like you're trying to be a good it's what you think a good submissive yeah and that's not it plus i mean in my experience uh for me the how each different bottom processes pain is kind of part of the excitement for me because that's why you play with different people to see how they process things differently how what their journey is and then you're trying to take them on a journey to see and I found, and this is, once again, this is my opinion, this is what I've heard a lot of uh, people tell me, is that whatever that thing is that people process, like some, some bottoms will tap one foot over and over. They'll get pain. They'll go, ow, tap, 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 tap. Or they'll curl their hands. Or they'll arch in a certain way. Or they'll wiggle and try to shake it off. There's like a million different things that each one does. And what... I do, in, and what I think is a, is a good approach, is I don't restrict that processing because I want them to get past that point and get to whatever that next level is of either the high, the connection, or whatever. So it's like, it's, it's in my opinion, bad form if they twist their hands and that's how they process. Because they usually do the same thing. That's It's usually a repeated thing. That's how they process. Um, and so... I wouldn't restrict those hands because that's, you know, or I would just tie by the wrists so they could have that process. Right. There are pros and cons to restricting that process. And like I said, I I actually have seen people Mm -hmm. trying this kind of play where, but it, it takes a tremendous amount of mental discipline on the, on the part of the bottom and you have to respect that process. And if you don't get, you're not going to get it 100% perfect right out of the gate. It's so, the annoyed part that pisses us both off. I think you know, I, I can think understand. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, That's just someone who doesn't, who has never been on the receiving end. I'm not a big proponent of you should do to yourself always first what you're going to do to somebody else. But it sounds to me like there are some people, this guy in particular, who needs to understand how hard it is to be on the bottom to make yourself do something that your top is asking you for when they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Fucking hammer toe. Just come by, just walk by the fucking dude in the dungeon and just go, don't twitch (laughs) right on the toe. And then just see the not twitching and then just be, Oh, you see everyone. This guy's fucking really good. (laughs) Or he has that fucking condition where he has no pain. And so this is annoying. I can't believe people have this response to pain. I don't have pain. 
throw them in a fire. Oh my god. <laughs> So this is the part I don't like about doing Reddit. The only part I don't like about discussing these things is that I can't actually tell the person themselves we this can. guy is an asshole. I mean, I don't like writing the comments. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we should start. Maybe we should have a, I don't know. We're gonna, I don't We've know. gone over this, and every time ah, I bring it up, you're all, hey, it's Reddit. We don't need to get permission. Work. Just paraphrase No, we don't it. need to get permission, but it's like it, it is. We'd like them to get you know, our godly wisdom. We are a perverted podcast, Kathy. We are pretty much, I'm going to say this, all right, just so our perverted podcast listeners They're going to seek godly it. wisdom from so us. So they get it. There's a lot of BDSM talk shows out there, right? There's a lot of poly, whatever. But we are, in fact, the greatest. No boogie. Of all of them. No. We are. We are fucking magic. No, we're not. We are BDSM magic. I'm not saying we're the wisest. We're old and our, and our hearts are cold. Because part, <laughs> part of our charm is the fact that we're fucked up. But we are the greatest no, kink, sex positive podcast on the face of earth. Well, I and happen to only think we are, but here. I don't think everybody thinks that. Can only get better from here. Yeah, we're in a garage. You had to, you had to put everything in a box last week and take it out of a box this week. <laughs> There's barking dogs. And there's, there's barking dogs in the alley behind us. <laughs> Dell has really uh, slamming Elton John Ringo Garfunkel boots. What would we do without Dell here? We would have nothing to talk about. We would have Mew on the mic going, Mew, Mew. And that would be, that would be very cool. It would be our only thing don't, that's good about Don't the show. mock their raps. They are the best raps out of all of them. The what? Which, her, her raps. When she oh, yeah. She that's raps. adorable when she Hey, she kaluka luka lod today. They said a word that wasn't Mew. Go ahead, do it again. (laughs) (laughs) And that is how we end the show. Yay! That was our show. It was actually a really good show. I like this one. Thank you to all of our listeners, especially to everybody on Patreon who gives to us so selflessly. We really appreciate you guys being there. In the in the Kathy special place tonight. (laughs) You said it. I did. I figure I may as well. I have to. Is Elton. Of the Beatles. Thank you. <laughs> it's lovely to be here. <laughs> when I'm 64 was really a great song. My mother loved it. Thank you, Elton so Lennon. Oh, my God. Thank you, Mew, for being such a good sport. Mew. <laughs> it's so adorable. Please send us your questions, comments, or ideas to pervertedpodcasts at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. Take us out, Boogie. What are you doing? That's all we're going to do? All right. I didn't remember making this. This is fun. It sounds very bizarre. You know what it sounds like? It's like a very Logan's Run. Crash or Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. It's yes. Kind of very good. Ooga booga, ooga booga, ooga booga, ooga booga, ooga booga, ooga booga, ooga booga. All right, fuck it. We'll see you guys next week. Stuck in your urethra Might cause your ween to burn and sting Certain STDs like the clapagonorrhea Might feel like the very same thing Sex with many nameless partners Is awesome in so many ways But remember there's always a cost So if you don't play it safe Bet your ass someday you're gonna pay. A rubber on your dingle might reduce the tingle, but it beats having your dick fall off. Or even worse, getting stuck with 18 years of child support payments, cause you got drunk and knocked a Catholic girl up. Solo, go. Sex life can get pretty rocky 
when you got bumpies all over your cocky. Oh, boo-boo nasties on your coochie. My limit potential for smoochie, smoochie. Pills and treatments <laughs> can cost a buttload. Not to mention all the discomfort and pain. So remember to plan ahead because we know that men are useless once they have sex on the brain. A rubber on your tingle might reduce the tingle, but it beats having your dick fall off. Or even worse, doing anal with someone who's had a bad stomach day and winding up with poop on your cock. It happens. Condoms may suck, but they're effective At helping your crotch not be defective The sex may last ten minutes, but herpes will be your buddy Every day for as long as you live And if you're infected, you better be honest Don't cause the health of another to be harmed Cause it sucks when a pissed off vengeful chick takes five full cans of spray paint and writes fucked up shit all over your car. A rubber on your tingle might reduce the tingle, but it beats having your dick fall off. So cover up your junk before you fill her up with spunk. I'm so glad we had this nice little talk. We really are. 